Somebody call the Seahawks because Marshawn still got it. On this episode of the Four Over, Dylan Joe chop it up on the finale of Westworld season three, Crisis Theory. Just pour it all over. What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to the Pour Over podcast, hosted by myself, Dill and Joe. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. This week, we're continuing our series on Westworld Season 3 with the 8th and final episode, Crisis Theory. Crisis Theory wraps up the season nicely with Caleb saving the world, and Dolores finally getting what she wanted. Wait, wait, what am I trying to say? (laughs) <laughs> That's not what happens. But uh, this is Westworld we're talking about. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, let's catch up with the poor River Boys. What's yeah. up, man? What's up, Dill? Yeah, not that much, man. It's it's going good. It's going good. Um, good you know, good. just as good as it can be during these these times. You know, everything's changing every yep. day in the news and um, new things popping off and the world's burning up, mm-hmm. um, literally and figuratively. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm doing okay, man. How are you? I'm I'm good overall, you know. Maybe a little bit of that Westworld episode 8 just coming out in real life now. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the past couple of days. Um, but yeah, given the circumstances, you know, as good as one could hope, I think. So yeah, How, how's your coffee been, man? Coffee's been pretty good. Uh, I'm still drinking the Carabello, uh, nice. the Fuyan. Um, and that's, it's been pretty good. I, I, uh have been i've tried it in many different kind of ways the Ooh. the japanese style over ice hey. um just a regular kind of on the chemex um and yeah i mean i haven't had all the the gear with me so i've been using um just kind of a regular grinder and mm-hmm. i've been applying some of the um the tips i think from a james hoffman video about how to get the best grind out of that oh yeah and it, you know i think it's basically you shake it up when you grind it so you can kind of get mm-hmm. an even distribution uh, with, of the beans uh, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, brewing off the the um, the Chemex for both of those styles, ice and hot. Um, still tasting pretty good. I think it's on its way out, so um, I'm mm. looking forward to buying a new bag sometime soon. Nice. Um, but also been joined the um, Numa Coffee House Blend. Oh yeah, uh, that's been. Um, we kind of graduated from the the chaka bean chaka nuts to <laughs> the house blend from Numa Coffee. There you oh, go. I think thanks to the promotion, we've been able to purchase that and drink it, and it's, it's been good. Um, nice. I'm glad. Yeah. What about you, man? What have you been brewing lately? Yeah, there have been a lot of developments in my coffee world okay. recently. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, just run through the list a little bit. Uh, first off, not just the coffee itself, but the gear that I'm brewing with. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not my personal gear pickups, but a, a gift from... You know, a number of friends, yourself included. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been using the fellow Stag EKG. Ooh. You know, that new kettle. That's the like one that, that classic, wants. fancy. Like you always see it in the YouTube videos. You yep. know, you, once you see it, the silhouette, you're like, oh yeah, I, I know yep. what that is. Yep. Um. So you know, just up my coffee snob level. How's um, it been, just, dude? Just to the top. It's it's nice. Like yeah. One, it just looks good, you know. Mm-hmm. Half of the coffee game is aesthetics, so <laughs> what, what what can I say? Right. Um, but it is nice, like it, even just using it. Um, I would say one, the the pour is much slower, much more controlled. Really, like you you can control it more, even more than my previous kettle, the Bonavita. I feel like this one, like it, it is the point. But at the same time, I feel like even when I'm trying to pour as fast as I can, it's still slower than the other mm. kettle. 
but it allows you to pour slower, be more controlled with it. And um, I think it heats up pretty quick. So mm. I, I like it overall. It's kind of yeah. um, one of the things like they, they like have a weighted handle. That's what so I was about to I, say. I think that yeah. helps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you can feel the quality. Like, is it worth the money, the price tag? I don't know, but it's nice to have. <laughs> so that's like appropriate for most of my coffee things. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's saying, been super nice. You're saying it's the perfect graduation gift. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so shout out to all the friends. So I, I, I've been enjoying it. Nice. I'm glad, yeah, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And what then, have you been drinking? Uh, yeah, I've been drinking. So I, I finished the Square Mile. And, mm-hmm. you know, good, good coffee from James Hoffman. And then part of the kind of graduation gift coffee thing, I got some credit to another different coffee like subscription service. Mm, mm-hmm. We've talked about a few in the past. This one's called Trade Coffee. Okay. Uh, I never heard of it before this, but uh, you know, I got credit on there. So the first bean, the, the first coffee that I got from them is from a roaster called Equator Coffees. Okay. And they sent me this uh, single origin from Guatemala. It's like honey processed. And it's it's good, man. It's like I think complex is really just the only way I can really describe mm. it. Like in the beginning, it's really bright and okay. kind of fruity, but then like part of me wants to say like herby, but Ooh. I feel like that's negative. But it's not a negative thing. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's that's why I think complex is a good way to describe mm. it. And then as it cools, I think it just becomes more sweet and kind of more like chocolatey. And yeah. so, I mean, on the bag itself, it says the taste notes are peach, toffee, and graham cracker. Hmm. That's not um, what jumps out to me as being herby. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I, I agree with that. Uh, but then, hmm. like, Trade Coffee also sent me some of their own taste notes. And that's where oh. they, they said herby in there, too. Oh, okay. And so, so I was like, interesting. okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, the roaster has some. The subscription company has some other kind of notes one. okay yeah. yeah so that's it's interesting it's good though um, i've been enjoying it nice um yeah so that's kind of what's been going on there and also this week i also went to the first coffee shop since the quarantine started really so the coffee shops have been opening up again uh-huh. and i went to visit 1418 the classic okay. go-to in plano yep and yeah it was nice got a cortado you know i haven't had an espresso drink in months yeah so I just appreciated uh, being able just to be in the shop for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a good, good experience. Nice. Was it just kind of a pick up and go thing? Um, so I was just catching up with someone. So we actually stayed for a little bit. Oh, wait, are they the open? Like you can yeah, sit they're in like it? open, open. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think there's a limited capacity. Okay. Although, like, I don't, I think the employees said they never hit it. I don't even know what the number is because mm-hmm. there's just, there's not that many people there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so we kind of hung out in there, and yeah, it it was nice just to be back in that environment. I just have to drink coffee at home, right? So you just kind of mix it up. Nice, sweet. Yeah, man. And on top of all that, what have your coffee thoughts been? Yeah, my coffee thoughts I think are just kind of basic today. But we are now in summer. It mm-hmm. is summertime. Um, like I think for a while, uh, where I am is kind of hot and cold. Um, and it was rainy, but Ooh, now yeah. it's like settled into just a nice heat. Um, not too hot cause Ohio doesn't really okay. get super hot, but, um, no, that's good. but yeah, it's like definitely summertime now. People are out there gardening, landscaping, mm. uh, people, people are going on vacations. People oh. are out there in the pool. Like it's, 
Mm. It's summertime. People are ready to enjoy the summer. Yeah, man. School out? School's out, yeah. This Friday was the last day for my district. Um, My girlfriend's district was out last week. Mm. Um, Yeah, so school's out. Nice. Freedom. Although they were already at home anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those lines have been kind of blurred a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, what about you, man? What have your coffee thoughts been? Yeah, you know, like we were alluding to, and I'm sure, you know, it's on people's minds, you know, just the world is very complicated, as it always has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just from time to time, I think it just comes up more. And so just having conversations with people and stuff, I'm just like, uh, everyone has a different opinion on things, you know, things yeah. can get heated. And, you know, I have, I have a friend that always says, like, you know, if people don't know each other or or if people have conflict, what they should do is just take shots together. And mm. so that's just been on my mind. I'm like, you know, yeah. just like chill, hang out, um, and just enjoy each other's company, like as people, yeah. you know, I think that Drop could address a lot of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which then, you know, I think helps you to have a better conversation, hopefully in the future. Mm. Whereas like, if you already bring in, like, it's already an argument, already a debate or something. Right. It's tough. But yeah, that, that's been coming up where I'm like, oh yeah, like people have a lot of different opinions and that's okay. But at mm-hmm. the same time. I think something like that would help. So I'm like, yeah, everyone just, yeah. just take shots together. Yeah, yeah. Some common bonding thing that's like, there's no, like, nothing really overtly political about it. Yeah. You know, just like, just doing that to break the ice, kind of get yeah. people comfortable. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. Agree could be that. shots of espresso, you know. It could right. be something say, else. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. We coffee podcast, you know. Yeah, for our, <laughs> for our more... Um, yeah, for our more prude listeners, you know, you hey. can you can take an espresso shot. Espresso. Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> uh, now, and yeah, that's a little different, though. I, I don't know if someone's here, you know, if, if people are listening, like, what about those angry drunks? What about those people who just mm. get mad, more mad? That might be yeah. Dolores. Dolores that's, might that's be different. that kind of person. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I want to take a shot with her, <laughs> though. We did kind of learn in this finale episode that things have kind of, like, become more nuanced with Dolores. It's kind of, it's interesting the way that this season of Westworld has kind of evened out. Um, Dolores is kind of taking on a different kind of character for me. But let's talk about the final episode of Westworld season three. Um, So this week we're discussing the final episode of Westworld season three. The action-packed season with tons of CGI flair has finally come to an end. And was it all worth it? And most importantly, mm. did it come to a satisfying conclusion? Mm. I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, let's talk about it. So the finale starts with Caleb resurrecting Dolores by inserting her control module into Dolores' original body somewhere in L.A. He's getting like these these pings and these these kind of this audio kind of thing and takes him to this warehouse. He um, then heads with Dolores and her new body to Insight to install the uh, the flash drive from Solomon into Rehoboam in order to overwrite Sirach's plan. So on their way, Dolores gets in a fight with Maeve, who then strikes Dolores' arm, realizing that she's like the OG Del- Dolores body. Um, and Dolores also reminds Maeve that she doesn't have to go through a Sirach's plan, that, um, you know, he is not might not hold up with the bargain, and, like, she's got, um, you know, she, she also just kind of wants Maeve to kind of come to her side. Conflicted, Maeve leaves and lets Dolores go, but before Dolores gets too far, Charlotte comes in, a hologram Charlotte, and basically um, gives Dolores into uh, Ciroc's forces. So then um, Dolores is kind of gone, 
And then um, Charlotte reminds Dolores that she is still property of Delos, and then Dolores is gone, like I said. Um, split from Dolores, Caleb heads into the kind of rioting city, and he bumps into Ash and Giggles. And they kind of help him get through the rioting crowds and the police to get to Insight. Um, we see kind of Giggles do a little kind of wide receiver impression right there, grab the, the, um, the tear gas and throw it back to the police. So that was kind of cool. Um, Caleb finally reaches Insight and finds Dolores there tethered to Rehoboam. Um, Serac, uh, could not find the file of immortality in Dolores' mind and instead tries to begin wiping out her memory. Uh, before Caleb can get in there to insert Solomon's USB drive, Maeve steps in, stops him from going any further, and Serac destroys the, that copy of Solomon's plan. Uh, in the meantime, Dolores' plan is not completely foiled. She meets with Maeve in kind of the sublime kind of host world like in their minds and um stands with Maeve under a tree and reminds um Maeve to always see the beauty in the world uh, so we learn that also Dolores picked out Caleb a long time ago when he saw her in that military world um doing training with the military uh when she saw him um show compassion to her and others in that in that host uh in that Delos world then uh, Maeve changes her mind. She quickly kills Serac's men and then wounds Serac, don't know if he died, before escaping with Caleb and heading into the chaotic world. Then we kind of get that shot of Maeve and Caleb staring at the city, um, kind of like in the music's playing in the background. It's all kind of like emotional. Uh, I think then Maeve says kind of her characteristic line, um, in the you know somewhere else, William and this is a long episode. I'm telling you, <laughs> William uh, escapes from Stubbs and Bernard. He gets away. Then Bernard and Stubbs f- bump into the Dolores Lawrence clone, which is the fifth mm-hmm. one that we find out, and they get a briefcase. Um, they head to a random motel, and Bernard finds a gun and a visor in it, which allow him to enter the Sublime. And then Stubbs is in the tub, kind of just icing out um, for what seems to be a very long time while Bernard is in the sublime, trying to learn what Dolores' plan is. Then we get to the end of the episode, and we get two post-credit scenes. One post-credit scene is William finally making it to Dubai, where a host manufacturing manufacturing site is, and he encounters Charlotte. And before he's able to attack her and destroy the host, she sends out a man-in-black host that slashes William's throat, and he bleeds mm-hmm. out while leaning on the back of the wall. Suddenly, uh, the host's making machines start to kind of fire up and activate, um, and that's the end of that post-credit scene. And the other one is the, is um, Bernard in the hotel room, motel room, waking up, uh, kind of covered in dust, like Blade Runner <laughs> 2040, uh, 2048, whatever. Um, long time has passed. So this is like basically queuing, up, queuing us up for Westworld Season 4. Yeah. All that being said, that was the season finale of Westworld season three. A lot happened. Yeah. Um. A lot is left unresolved. What did you think about it, Dale? Yeah, man. Like, given how much technically did happen, you know, you would think <laughs> it would be a better finale. But yeah, just just out the gate, uh, it just was not. It did not mm. live up to expectation. I yeah. Think. 
just all the things that the season could have been, all the ways that different storylines could have resolved themselves. Mm. It just wasn't very satisfying. Um, and it was just overall sort of a, a disappointing finale, mm. I would say. Yeah. Maybe overall disappointing season. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it just... I just didn't feel invested in, in really anything that was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they had some cool visuals. Like, you know, we, we get to, like, it looked good in, for the most part, in yeah. classic Westworld fashion. Yeah. It was just, like, just the, the way that the whole, like, Ciroc, Rehoboam, Dolores, like, just the way, just the whole season uh, story arc, it just, it just didn't feel... Like mm-hmm. it resolved in a way that I I that I really cared, you know. I'm like, oh well, right. I guess Roboam's gone, you know. That's it. Right. Um. So yeah, it just didn't feel super consequential. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree know. with you, man. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the characters like became reduced to like their most basic kind of motivations. Mm-hmm. Like Sorak, he he used. To, I mean, in the in the first kind of half of the season, we kind of saw him as this like kind of this um kind of this just this immortal force, like just kind of this really kind of um, scary antagonist. But mm. in this finale, finale, he's like kind of a, he's kind of a wimp. Like yeah. in the very end, like he's just kind of, you realize that he's tethered to um, Rehoboam too. He's just like doing mm. whatever Rehoboam says. Um, yeah, I just like kind of flipped him. And then with Dolores, like, Man, they just like made her super nuanced in this like in this last finale. Like explained everything mm-hmm. about her. Like she really isn't like this anarchist person. Like doesn't just want to end the world. Um, is is really more about like bringing host and human together and just trying to find like Caleb and like bring him back to and give mm-hmm. him like free will again. Um, and then you got like Charlotte, who now she's like kind of the epitome of like just destruction and evil. So I just think a lot of things, you know, I think given what, I mean, what you said about like things didn't really come together. I think a lot of things did kind of come together, but in a kind of rushed and kind of shoddy way that didn't really allow characters to like fully develop, you know? Yeah, definitely. I I think, I I don't know why they chose to only have eight episodes this season. Mm. I think they could have benefited a lot from having the normal 10 Mm, yeah um, just so that they, they could let somebody could like yeah what, what you said at the end everything just felt rushed all of a sudden just everything happened mm-hmm. and i was just like oh okay like we just suddenly yeah. just ramp up real quick right and so like the pacing of the overall season even just the length of the season i think could have been rethought a bit yeah um because you know yeah like a lot does happen in terms of the, the character's personal story arcs i think uh which could have just been presented better. Mm-hmm. What did you think about um, the whole kind of scene with Dolores uh, being resurrected in that in that room? Yeah, that, I think that was one of the highlights. You know, in terms of CGI, it just it's just cool. Mm-hmm. Like it, it brought me back cool to yeah, it's a, you know like season one kind of stuff. It's just like yeah. oh wow, um, being surprised and also um, just seeing how technology is is in a way that is just not normal to what we see in our mm-hmm. lives. And so I, I think that was one of the highlights just to see that Dolores is rebuilding herself. Mm. I thought that was like really cool um, to see. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Same. Like I, I thought it was, it was a little bit of a fan service, I think of just mm-hmm. kind of like, Ooh, look at this, um, 
the CGI or whatever, but also I think it was kind of like Dolores coming full circle, probably mm-hmm. like, um, you know, her getting back to like her original form. Um, like, um, I don't know if you've seen the alt shift X, um, kind of explain for episode eight, Mm-mm. but he talks about how like Dolores was just seeing the beauty in season one. And then in season two, she was just seeing the destruction. Mm-hmm. And then in season three, she's like finally seeing kind of both sides and kind of being like, you know, seeing the beauty amidst the, all the destruction and all the, the hatred and all the evil. Yeah. Um, so like, it's interesting how in this last episode, she's going back to like her original form to like, you know, um, save the world. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think some people would maybe argue like she just hasn't changed at all. Mm. Maybe like even just like, just cause the, the callback, right. Just her right. classic lines. Like, Oh, I choose to see the beauty in the world, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this, like you said, full circle. Um, she is still the Dolores we sort of were introduced to in season one, but yeah. obviously now in a different context, lived through a lot of different experiences. But in terms of what she's trying to do, um, it's still similar. She's still trying to free humanity and just allow the host to be free too, I guess, mm-hmm. and just not be controlled anymore. You know, like she she let the host free from the park, and now she wants the ho- the humans still to be free. Right. Um, just right. from Rehoboam and other types of control. And I mean, I don't know her opinion on like, you know, now the world's in chaos. Like, mm-hmm. is that freedom? I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, she's still, still, yeah, that core motivation, that core drive. I mean, still, still the same. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she obviously doesn't make it through this episode, but she's mm-hmm. kind of like passing the torch onto Caleb who, like her, was the kind of savior for the hosts. So mm-hmm. now Caleb is kind of, you know, fully received kind of the, the, the just this, this plan or this kind of idea that we're rebuilding humanity. Uh, yeah. And so Caleb's going to be kind of Dolores 2.0 here on, here on out. Yeah, I, I did think it was interesting, just the development of Caleb, like the different perspectives of of him as a person like Sirach he like and Reboam more r- realistically not Sirach mm-hmm. cuz he's just there but uh they label Caleb and the others as outliers like these are people that are bad for mm-hmm. society but then Dolores sees Caleb as someone that's good for society right yeah and so Sirach is like this is an outlier but for Dolores this is the guy that's going to save everybody yeah and so it's just interesting how they see the same person but then just come away with different interpretations. Like, mm. yeah, Caleb's ability to choose basically to be a good person, right. I think, is what informs Dolores. But I guess his ability to choose and sort of not be predictable for Sirach and Rehoboam, that's like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just interesting how, yeah, those those two were kind of contrasted. And so, I mean, I, I like that um, yeah. overall. Well, it's it's kind of like, you know, Dolores is getting to know, like, Caleb at his core, like, his mm-hmm. kind of getting to know him um, and his soul, kind of like his morality, like the kind of person he is. She's, like, walked with him for all this time yeah. versus, like, Sarah kind of just sees all this data and sees, like, this trajectory for Caleb. He's like, oh, no, he's an outlier. He's not good. Like, he's not good for society because, you know, he's not productive or he's not, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's not useful uh and he's having you know um you know just uh he's 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 diverting from his plan you know like but but for Dolores she sees like his heart and she sees mm-hmm. like his compassion which is not something that 
Ciroc's um, kind of algorithm even looks for, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What what would you think about the reveal that, you know, Caleb was in the park and like he had, like Dolores has known Caleb since before we knew Dolores, basically, Mm -hmm. it seems like. Um, I, I don't know. What would you think about that? Yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, I think it, it, um, I wasn't really thinking about that too much. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. like, cause you know, this whole time we kind of knew Caleb was going to be like the chosen one. Yeah. Um, it didn't dawn, it didn't ever kind of dawn upon me that maybe she knew him before. Um, yeah. I guess I kind of thought like it was serendipitous that mm-hmm. she fell into his arms or not that she actually planned that, but now we know kind of like she's had his, she had her eye on him for this whole, mm-hmm. this whole time. So she knew exactly where to be, uh, so that she could get connected to him. And, and yeah, I think it just adds kind of a, another layer to you, the whole kind of Dolores and Caleb relationship. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, you know, like I think to inform why she would choose him so readily, just cause she sees him in that kind of scenario and that kind of context. I'm just like I, I wish that kind of stuff would have been revealed earlier. I, mm. I feel like it wasn't necessary to wait till the finale to be like, oh, yeah. you know, Caleb, he's, he's he's a good person. You know, I feel yeah. like it that could have been revealed earlier on, and then it could have just even worked more in terms of the character development and yeah. like just how their relationship was. Yeah, but it, you know, it's, oh yeah, it's just, for sure. It's basically just like you. how Dolores treats Caleb is like she knows stuff and she's not telling him, and yeah. then like the writers they know stuff and they're just not telling us. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, just tell us earlier. You know, I think it's better. Yeah, it's, instead of just trying to have like mic drops or like different things, you'd be like, oh my goodness, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it is. It just didn't hit the way I think is intended, at least for yeah. me, which is probably characteristic of the whole episode. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they. They probably could have shown it much earlier, like when Dolores was with, was with Caleb the first time mm-hmm. they met, and they were in that diner. Yeah, I mean, she was oh, sharing yeah. kind of about Caleb's backstory and all that. But she was sharing that she knew him through the um, through the what's that? The Forge. Like she yeah. read about him through the Forge. So we just assumed oh, yeah. that she knew him that way. And then now in the finale, we we realize she knew him in a much more personal way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think if this was revealed, maybe like episode six or episode seven, it would make yeah. the finale that much more. Cause like, you know, Caleb is standing there with Dolores kind of dying before his eyes. Like mm-hmm. if we knew this before this point, it would be so much more impactful, I think. Yeah. You know, cause it's like the loss of someone that's so close to you. Um, yeah. and I, I feel like what that leads, what that leaves for Caleb is like just feeling hella confused. Mm. Like, he finds all this out on the in the last minute, like when she's passing away, <laughs> and he's just like, "I don't know what to do with this information. Like, should I yeah. be sad? Like, you know." Um, so I think we all. I mean, I feel kind of feel like Caleb, like just kind of confused. But, yeah, yeah. So you, you think Dolores is gone now, though? Like season four, you know, is, is she dead? Is she Ford? You know? Well, you I don't out? know. There's <laughs> she Ford. <laughs> Uh, I thought we would see Ford again. Like I thought we'd yeah. get another Anthony Hopkins cameo. Oh, um, I, I, I wished for that. But yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, I don't know, man. He, she's got. Um, are you talking about Evan? Evan Rachel Wood? Are sure, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to say that this iteration of Dolores is gone, mm. but as a character, I think she might come back through. Um, you know, Musashi or mm. the other ones who still have their control units. You know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this was kind of a resolution. This is kind of like Dolores' arc just ending. Yeah, ending. You know? Hmm. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that because mm. the, the way the episode ends, right now, it's the Maeve Caleb duo. Yeah, and and I, I like we've said before, you know, Maeve is just not compelling anymore, and hasn't yeah. been for quite some time. And I, for me, I'm just like, oh, if Dolores, the character, is gone, then like, is Maeve gonna season four gonna be like Maeve centric? You know, mm. she's the host main character more than she already has been which mm-hmm. i'm like oh i don't think i want to see that <laughs> so <laughs> i hope that dolores comes back somehow but then mm-hmm. I, yeah i just don't it doesn't feel like it could go either way you know well, even if she comes back it'd be different oh yeah, yeah. charlotte yeah Charlotte's the other one that's kind of survived is um you know she's um well the funny thing is i was gonna say she's also she's the other dolores but the truth is dolores has that line where it's like you guys are all copies of me. Like mm. I, I'm the original. Like, what yeah, do you mean? Right. What do you mean you're different? Like, you guys are all copies of me. So, like, um, yeah. Anyways, I was gonna say like with Charlotte, she's like the other one. Um, and then Maeve. Yeah, man. I just don't know. Like, I I don't. It's like she's kind of understood Dolores's position now. Uh, but does that change the fact that she just wants to be with her daughter? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I don't know. Yeah. I'm just still kind of confused by her. Yeah, and she's a ninja, you know, she got her sword. And now now she's on Dolores and Caleb's side, and mm-hmm. that was very quick. Yeah, and then, like, speaking to, I think, like, quick really changes. I feel the same about, like, Charlotte and just how she, I mean, she's basically just hell again, I think. Yeah. Like, the human hell. Yeah. Like, she's, which... I guess it's necessary. They need some type of villain, right? And then mm-hmm. there needs to be the host uprising, like that side of it, which is different from what Dolores is doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is like an obvious kind of story arc to go down, but yeah. just like the development of of Charlotte, like caring for her family, like the emotional side, all that, yeah. like humanization. Now yeah. it's like, nope, I'm gonna kill everybody. I really appreciated that version of Charlotte. Like that really yeah. added a lot to her character. Um, and now that she's basically Dolores from season two, uh, <laughs> just doesn't. If it's like Westworld, you could Westworld, you could do better. Like yeah. this is just this is just a rehash of a character you've already done before. Yes. You know. Yeah, and just like even just in season three, similar to with a man in black, um, he went from quote unquote good guy to just like dead guy. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, in, in in one episode, yeah, he's like, you know, I'm gonna save the world, and actually, just I'm gonna get killed by myself, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just all this like effort, even though it wasn't a lot of ton ton of effort, but they just it got cut too short, right? You right know, on these characters, right? Which is like, I I don't think he's gone. Like, I think the Man in Black is one of those characters that died mm-hmm. in this episode that I don't think he's gone. Yeah. Um, they just did him dirty, like. He finally got to like one of these host production sites that he wants to destroy and he just gets destroyed. Um, and it's like, man, you're really gonna do Ed Harris like that. (laughs) Um, did him dirty, did him like a Teresa. Mm, Uh, true. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be gone. I, I, what I would, what I would like to see though, is like a William versus William encounter, Mm. like him fighting himself, like a version host version of himself. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but maybe the Westworld is doing this to kind of help with some of the continue kind of um, 
just kind of the continuity issues like mm. in the season two when we see um the man in black going into that dusty kind of area with where he sees emily and yeah. she's like this is a simulation maybe that is the host version of the man in black mm. and that's maybe why he's lasted so long and hasn't died because he is immortal yeah and um like that dust in that room reminded me of the dust that was on bernard when mm. he was in that motel so i just wonder if like all of a sudden it's like desert world and like, <laughs> you know, like it's like now everyone's like kind of these desert nomads now and like there's no cities. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a whole, I mean, just cliffhanger for season four for sure. Yeah. And I mean, is it again, just a reminder for me that Bernard didn't matter in the season Ooh. Like, the whole time. You know, he's just just on the side, and Stubbs even like a lower tier of doesn't matter. Like, yeah, um, Stubbs in the tub, he's just dying. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, which I guess is their indirect way of saying Stubbs is no more. I guess isn't um, that amazing though? Like how how you can have a kind of um award winning, yeah, um global phenomenon of a show. And have one character be in a whole season and yet be completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like that would that doesn't happen in any other show. Like what show do you know where you constantly see a character and they're moving through the story and and mm-hmm. they're just irrelevant? Yeah. And it's like just check in season four. Like it's gonna be about <laughs> Bernard, but like season three, don't worry about him. Just wait. <laughs> he just yeah, he's just like turning himself on and off and like slapping people and yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, it is frustrating. I mean, they they try to give him the scene with like um Arnold's wife, which yeah. I think that's actually a very good scene, like mm-hmm. amazing, emotional. It just felt really out of place. Mm-hmm. Like he just showed up, rolled up at like Arnold's old house. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like his wife is old and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, I just don't understand. The... Dolores is like, you got to do this first. Like this is what you got to do, and then you can go save the world. Like, yeah. We've had one reference to Charlie this whole season, mm-hmm. and then they're going to use this one reference to kind of bring it back full circle and expect for us to kind of feel some type of way about that mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Yep, I don't know. Yep. And then, and then like, William getting away. Remember, like, when Lawrence <laughs> and then pull up, and they kind of say freeze, and, like, Stubbs and Bernard turn, and William, you just see him in the background, like, kind of scuttle away. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really that easy, huh? Yep, apparently. Oh, Lawrence is not a good police officer, I guess. No, no. <laughs> he do have body cams, though. They do have body yeah. cams in the future, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, like, yeah, I think what you said earlier is just appropriate. Like, Westworld, you can do better. Like, it, it's just, yeah, after watching this season, it kind of made me want to just go back to watch season one and just remember like the mm. good times, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, oh man, I just feel like it's, it's fallen or just gone in a direction that is not working out for them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they got season four, try to make up for it. I don't know. I think this is just what happens when you have one of these shows that have so many loose ends mm. and so many different directions they could go that it just completely falls apart. Um, yeah. You know, think about shows like Lost and think about Heroes and think about, mm. um, yeah, just like a lot, of, a, lot of these, a lot of these sci-fi shows, I think, fall into this trap where it's just like you create this whole world, you have all these different timelines and paths and character arcs that like 
isn't that what happened to Game of Thrones at the very end too? Like they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, what do we do with all this? <laughs> just like ah, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely feels like that. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I'm still hoping. Like you know, it's it's not a terrible show to watch, but then you just coming from season one, you know what it could be, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I, I still want to watch it. You know, I'm still I want the show to be what it can be. Right. But it's just not not filling me with hope. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully, we have Umbrella Academy season two hey. coming out. Uh, and then we also have Dead to Me 2 that is out now. So yeah, that true. might be a nice little change of speed for us. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, also, let me just shout out to Ash and Giggles, you know, always <laughs> making their, their very, very short cameos. I like them a lot. Yeah, so I you know they it makes sense that they march on do football stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like football it's player like, do oh, the football, football things. Player? Do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for him though, um, Caleb might have not entered Insight. He took the bullet for for Caleb. Yeah, yeah. So the, the whole like L.A. kind of riot scene, I, I I thought that was done pretty well too. Like mm-hmm. that one, and then like the Dolores, Dolores rebuilding herself. I thought those were pretty good scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, that of course probably cost a lot of money in their own yeah. ways. But um, yeah, I appreciated those in, in yeah. this episode. You yeah, for the listeners out there, you guys let us know. We did a kind of recap of season one. I think we did the same thing for season two on this pod. I don't know. Oh, if yeah. it's worth it for season three. Oh, I totally forgot. I'm not feeling <laughs> it. The, yeah, I'm not feeling <laughs> that either. I'm just ready to to wait another like two years for season yeah. four. Oh man, it's gonna be forever until season four comes. I heard that they have a lot of it already filmed, actually. Oh, yeah, I think I saw a tweet on that. Very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why. But yeah, I don't know if I'm into the whole season three recap. Yeah, we kind of sort of did it ish. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be a lot of what what this episode is already. It's like <laughs> it could have been better, right? Yeah. yeah. Anything else about the finale? Nah, I mean, there's always more things to just like rag on. I feel like, mm-hmm. but you know, in general, um, I mean, obviously, I'll still watch season four. I, I'm I'm still there whenever that comes out, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, just not not the season I hoped for, I think. Yeah. After all the wait. Same, same. Yeah. All right. Well, um dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you know, I guess that wraps up our Westworld discussion. <laughs> we like we won't come back to it for quite some time. But you know, may, maybe go rewatch season one and just remember, remember yeah. the, the the good times. Mm-hmm. But for the for the meantime, in this episode of our podcast, we're gonna end like we usually do uh, by asking us what's making us happy this week, and we're sharing you know one thing that's just been giving us good energy, good vibes. Um, so yeah, Joe, what's making you happy this week? Yeah, man. Um, I think just uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, summers you know, started and people are out kind of doing things. Um, I think the weather has been nice. So just kind of just being able to go outside, go on walks, um, you know, go on drives, just really mm. kind of just remind me, reminding me of the things that are around and have been around for thousands and thousands of years, just nature, mm. just, just life, you know, things that are 
you know, really just uh, without the intervention of humanity uh, and just all the evil that we we can be just enjoying nature, I think. Yeah. Nice. That's what's been making me happy this week. What about you, man? Yeah. I feel, you know, obligatory to say, you know, as we record this, this morning was my commencement. So, you know, just uh, celebrating just the conclusion of all of that, too. It's a virtual commencement, so just kind of watched it on YouTube. But still, it was nice. I got together with my mom, like mm-hmm. a little bit of family and stuff. We just, just watched it um, together this morning. So, mm-hmm. yeah, feels good. You know, all the, all the things now are over. I got my diploma in the mail this week, mm-hmm. that piece of paper. So, yeah, you know, it feel, feels good to just yeah. conclude. Nice, nice. Very proud of you, Dill. You're going to do great. Um, I just want to clarify something real quick. I don't mean I'm a new earther. I'm not saying that we've only been on this. This earth hasn't <laughs> existed for more than thousands you think we of years. Get that kind of emails. I don't know. You talking about um, seminary just kind of reminds me of that. Um, no, millions, 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 trillions. Uh, sure, just sure. I, I meant maybe humanity's time on this earth. Um, oh man. Anyway, ooh, okay, we're not gonna get philosophical here. Oh yeah, we, we we're gonna suddenly just uh, <laughs> turn into some different type of podcast. This is about to be uh, the the flat Earth New Earth podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, this was the pour over podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. This was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us, and take care. Mm-hmm. You think Bernard still got paid mm-hmm. as much as he did in past seasons? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. Taking the HBO money. Mm-hmm.